Howdy, and welcome to a new Gamer Loop Radio episode. I am your host, Neutron, and today it's special because we have Tedders and Sage joining me. How's it going, guys? Hey, hey. Good to be here. Hey, it's Tedders. Damn it, Sage. Always talking over me. <laughs> <laughs> so how you guys been? It's been a very eventful uh, week for some. Hey... Yeah, um, yeah. The the Xboxers are pretty thrilled. The Playstationers are pretty thrilled. PCers are pretty thrilled. It's an it's an active week in tech for for gamers alike. Yes, and the Brew Crew is pretty thrilled because of the partnership that has come finally to the most deserving Sage. Congratulations! Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was great. What's the, what's the- yeah yeah that was awesome and and to cap it all off uh unbeknownst to me even wifey was in on this apparently Uh uh-huh oh yeah i found out i found out she knew about this community video that uh tedders orchestrated with the uh with the brew crew and gln community so uh broke me on stream i was going so strong i was so strong i got all my cries out before stream and everything and uh, you ended up breaking me anyway. Man, that was an amazing video. Most beautiful thing I've ever seen. So thank you, Tedders, for putting that together. No problem. Yeah, and your wife is in on all my surprises I have for you. There's more, just so you know. <sighs> <laughs> Always more. Uh, but no, we. I mean, I'm, I'm super happy, man. It, it finally happened. Uh, and there's, you know, more to come. You'll get to play some more games, uh, tap into some new communities, get some new faces. You know, it'll be, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Heck yeah, man. But the main reason we're here today is to talk about uh, next-gen gaming. Uh, Between the three of us, I mean, we all, we main on PC. Uh, We probably played on consoles before or switched over. Um, So I'm curious, you know, where did you guys, where'd you guys start playing uh, games and you know did you transition to pc did you go back to console you know what's what did it look like for you so i started with the sega master system um this was i want to say several years two or three years before or after it came out so uh, i started on sega master system i think my first game was rastin and uh you kind of play as a warrior with a sword and go beat things up. It was pretty cool. Uh, But uh, we did have a PC with a ginormous floppies. And um, I think around that time, I was also playing Commander Keen and played the heck out of that game for sure. But uh, the majority of my time was always on console. And I was a Sega kid. So yeah, after the Master System was gone, they came out with the Sega Genesis, and I was gaming on that, and so on and so forth. There's a little bit of PC time mixed in there, but very little. Um, I think it was cheaper for my parents to just get me a a console as opposed to keeping up with PC tech. Um, I think more often than not, we didn't have a PC in the house. So for me, I did the PC route as well to start. 
um commander keen as well i remember playing a lot of commander keen there's another one called treasure mountain um there's a lot of things in this treasure mountain kind of um game style they made a whole bunch of different games basically it was solving clues and wandering around this mountain to get to the top i have very fond memories of that uh i had a nintendo like nes we had a super nes um we never did get a nintendo 64 and I kind of flip-flopped back and forth. I remember the biggest advance in gaming for us was when CD-ROMs came out. And don't tell anyone, but we knew a guy who had a burner. And getting a DV- <laughs> or getting a CD full of like 800 games on one CD instead of floppies was like blew my mind. Mm. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of gaming there, mostly on PC. I've had, I had an Xbox that I bought myself. No, an Xbox 360 that I bought for myself. And then um, I didn't really have any other consoles after that. Been PC Master Race since. Yeah, I started off um, playing Super Nintendo, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Traveling in Time. That was my first game. And then from there, uh, several Game Boys. I think I went through the whole Game Boy series, uh, Advance, DS, 3DS, uh I had a Nintendo 64, um, didn't get a GameCube, but mostly was a Nintendo fan from like day one. Uh, I did, first console that I bought myself was the Wii, uh, then the Wii U, then after that, uh, started, uh, transover, transferred over to PS4, and then a couple of years after that is when I built my PC and been, you know, mainly gaming there. So it's been, it's been quite a ride for me as far as gaming and, now here we're looking at, you know, we got news for the next-gen consoles, the next PS5, the Xbox Series X and S, and they're tapping into, you know, almost like a uh, entry power to PC gaming. It's almost there. Like, it's it's a very reasonable price that we were seeing these new consoles coming in. Um, and so they keep throwing out next-gen gaming, next-gen gaming. Um, and I'm curious, what does that mean to you guys? So what I find interesting is this is the first time we've really seen um, consoles talking about resolutions and frames per second other than, hey, it's in HD. We're in the 4K era. Everyone's buying 4K TVs. They're talking about, you know, this console will do 4K. This console will do, you know, uh, there was mention of, of Ultra HD so or uh, 2K, so, you know, 1440p. And being able to do 1440p. It's like, that's never really been a thing in the console world. And I find that's really interesting that they're starting to advertise that way. It's almost like they are trying to reach out to PC gamers to make them realize, hey, we can keep up with you for a fraction of the price. And a bit of education for the the folks that have been console gamers exclusively, I think, too. The They may not have realized why those things were important. So instead of just talking specifically about the the hardware and we put this processor in it and now it's got a hard drive. And <laughs> I remember when that was a thing. And now they are talking about, just like you said, they're talking about frames, they're talking about resolutions. And um, I think that's also in part too, because the maybe the gamer overall is uh, is more focused during this COVID time on their home entertainment. You know, they're spending a lot more time educating themselves, working on hobbies and whatnot. So 
this is a great opportunity to step up the technology game and offer more to um, to gamers with more time. Yeah, what's interesting, so last two weeks we got a lot of info. We got, you know, prices, we got performance on some of these next-gen consoles. We even got some look, new look at the next uh, NVIDIA cards. And I think late, next month we'll be getting, you know, what AMD is playing on with their graphics cards. And, you know, what, you know, they're, they're saying custom SSDs, you can go up to 120 frames per second. Um, I think the Xbox Series X uh, can play, you know, 4K, 60 frames, up to 120 frames per second for some games. Yeah, it'd be important that some games, so the developers are the ones that probably have to be responsible on working all that out. Uh, the the console will be capable of doing it, but it, it's not going to, you know, it doesn't guarantee uh, that performance. Um, and now you're seeing consoles, both on Xbox and PlayStation, discless consoles, basically all digital. Uh, this is this is pretty big. It's a big transition, right? It's it's almost like, I mean, you don't, you, you can just download all the games. Now the problem is, what is compatible for storage space because you know a 4k game as much as they can compress and stuff that's going to be a big file <laughs> yeah and just to point out when, when we say discless we're talking about media so like no more dvds blu-rays what have you they don't they actually do have di like hard drive discs inside as well although that's interesting i'm going to touch on that later about maybe and it's interesting because sage said hey we've got a hard drive now but maybe in the future, we won't even have hard drives in the next gen of consoles, if there is a next gen of consoles after this one. Um, similar, like on PlayStation 4 and the previous Xbox, they started introducing iterations on their consoles. You got the Play PS4 Pro. You're probably We're probably going to see something similar for this next gen. Um, you know, slowly trying to get closer and closer to a, a powerful uh, PC um and, and it's i mean it's very enticing you see price points like the xbox series s it's starting at 299 um which is probably the cheaper one of it is the cheaper one of the consoles and you have the series x at 499 you have the ps5 digital at uh at 399 and the uh, disc drive one at 499 so it's you know we're getting really close to to really competing against PC. And, and I'm actually thinking of, you know, which way do I go? I have I have a PC that can play up to uh, 1440p, um, 120 frames per second. I just really need to upgrade my monitor. That's really it. Uh, and I'm in this dilemma. Do I, do I want to get for the cheaper option, which is a, a more than likely a PS5 for me, or do I wait and continue investing on another PC because I'm going to have to do a complete build, a new build of my PC if I want to upgrade. You know, if, if I get the new graphics card, I need, I need to get a new motherboard, a new CPU, everything. So I'm in this weird spot where I'm, I can easily transition to the next thing or save some money. That brings up a really good point as to who these upgrades will appeal most to and where you're spending the majority of your time. And to, to speak for myself, I console gamed through Sega. And when Sega went out, I went the Xbox route. I ended up getting a PlayStation 2. I had a really bad uh, experience with PlayStation. 
So I just stuck with Xbox and had a Nintendo every now and then in there to play a game, but uh, most of the time was Xbox. And the reason why I moved away from console was because workflow. Uh, in 2017, I started streaming and I had my Xbox here and I had my PlayStation over here and then I had my Wii here and it was a lot of tech just to have on on my desk and to switch back and forth with platforms. So um, I made the decision as much as, as I, it was a hard decision to make, <laughs> as much as I didn't want to, for workflow, it was just easier to switch everything to PC. Another reason for that being I'm pooling all of my money into, into one bucket, essentially. Uh, unless there's just this super amazing console exclusive game that really catches my eye, I'm happy to wait for it to just come out on PC if that is the case and play it there. Um, it's easier for streaming, for making videos, I podcast here, um, whatever the case may be, this is my this is my singular workstation. And I don't have to worry about switching between HDMI outputs and then lag and blah, 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 blah. It just goes on and on. Um, so... I think for me, it comes down to the games, 100%. 4K gaming doesn't really interest me. And if I wanted to go the 4K route, uh, I've recently upgraded both of my PCs. I can do that. I just have to get a 4K monitor. But I'm happy with my 144 hertz. It's this is a This is a nice setup. 4K gaming as a whole doesn't really interest me as, as good as the prices are. I have tried 4K gaming. Um... I had a hard time with my current setup. Actually, that's not true. I didn't have my current video card. I have a 2070 right now. But my previous video card, um, a 980 Ti, couldn't couldn't push anything. Like I couldn't I, I could barely do 2K gaming on it as well. At least getting the frames I wanted depending on the games I was playing. Um I don't know if 4K is like worth it for me right now. Or any, I don't know if it's worth it for anyone right now. I know we might touch on that as well later uh, as we go, unless we want to do it now. But 4K gaming sounds cool, but majority of our content, even people who have 4K TVs, you're not getting pushed real 4K content from cable. A lot of the movies you watch are upscaled. Um, games are upscaled. There's a whole lot of work that's going to go into getting 4K uh, graphics to be where they should be other than just an upscaled version of everything the 4k is realistically it's not just you know a few few hundred pixels we're talking millions of pixels that have been added and millions of pixels to render and for those of you who aren't all that savvy with it it's just a lot it's it's like putting it's like putting a v6 into a into a, a semi truck and saying yeah it's it's it works it still drives just not as well <laughs> There's upgrades that need to be considered as as well. Um, speaking strictly from the console side, it's nice having 4K uh, capability, but um, I touched on this on the Xbox, the original Xbox episode segment that I did here on GLR, um, how many folks are actually switching to 4K and has that changed now that we're in 2020 and we're dealing with COVID. So is is a 4K upgrade for... For your console, let's say you're just going the cheap route, you've just spent 300 bucks, and now you're going to get a 4K TV on top of that to enjoy the experience. I don't know that that's going to be a general experience for, for all. 
It's going to be nice that you know you have the capability for it sometime down the road. But uh, how many people are actually going to be buying both of those things if they don't already have a 4K TV? And that's that's not the majority of folks. Not everybody has a 4K TV. Honestly, I've had the same 1080 Samsung for the past three years. I got it on a, on a great deal on, on Black Friday. It does great. Um, if I wanted to go to 4K, I could, but that also means I need to upgrade my Apple TV to the 4K variant. Uh, I don't necessarily mind, but I'm not particularly bothered. I think 4K has a long way to go even still before it's a practical purchase, especially if you're getting higher, um, you know, bigger TVs, you want to get a 55 inch and a 4k. There are things that you need to consider when you're, when you're purchasing that TV, uh, including the, the latency, including your, is it one millisecond? Is it, is it, uh, graded for gaming? That way you get the best, uh, experience. Um, there are more things to consider. And when you consider those, those smaller, uh, potential oversights by many that boosts the price of that TV up a bit. So you decide you want to get a 55 inch and you were planning on, well, this is a great deal, 400 bucks. I'll just go ahead and buy it. Well, it, it doesn't have the, the low latency input for, for gaming. And you're going to wonder why your movement on the controller isn't exactly reflective hundred percent of the time in your TV. Now, granted, that's not as bad as it used to be back in the day. A lot of the technology has come a very far away where you can buy just about any TV. And are you going to notice? Probably not. But if you're really looking to take advantage of your full 4K experience on these next gen consoles, uh, you're going to be worried about those details. And then you're going to start trying to justify walking away from the store, buying an Xbox and a TV and the excesses, the excesses, blah, 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 blah the accessories necessary, um, and potentially spending 800 bucks, a thousand bucks, depending on how big you want your TV to be. That's a big purchase for a next gen game. So more than likely, you're just going to get the 299 variant and be, and be done with it and be happy that you have the option down the road. If you so choose, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's going to be and the games that decide it for me. And if you're spending a thousand dollars, you know, you could easily get a PC with that kind of money. You know, yeah, could you and get? It, it runs probably a little bit better. Hey, could you get close? Could you get close for that could kind you, of money? Could you run four K? Maybe not. But but then but. again, if you wanted to get into higher frame rates and potentially go the one hundred and forty four hertz route, uh, you're getting into some some better potential for that. Um, and that's. A the nice thing about going um, the PC route is easily to upgrade as you go. Whereas you go, you buy your, your budget TV. It's not like you can trying to justify buying a new TV to yourself when the one you have works pretty well. That's one thing versus upgrading an internal part of a computer. I find is an easier thing to stomach for most people. Now, a lot of what we're also saying um, is catering to the, you know, the definitive gamer, the people who care about these kind of performances. The 13 year old, he doesn't care. Just give him a TV and an Xbox or a PlayStation. He'll play it. Um, even some, uh, some gamers who are, you know, they don't care about this kind of stuff. They just want to play games and relax. They're not necessarily going to care about this stuff. On the other hand, I think we have a duty to inform these people who want to know that it's not just marketing speak that they are make sure they're not being taken advantage of or investing in the technology they think they have when really they don't. Mm. Yeah. And parents looking at this to, to purchase for their kids. I think that's an excellent point. Mm. They're not going <laughs> to, 
<laughs> like, oh, let me get you a 4K TV too, honey. That way, no, they're not going to do that. I think that specifically is marketed to folks that are that are adults. They they work hard. They got their jobs. And maybe they're looking at this upcoming Black Friday to get a 4K TV. Is that mm-hmm. factored into to Microsoft and Sony's uh, marketing plan here as well? We're looking at potential release dates here in fourth quarter, late third quarter. And Definitely. 100%. Yeah. And so why not go ahead and pick up that super El Cheapo uh, Sonica TV <laughs> that's like 200 bucks and claims to be 4K? Like, yeah, go ahead and do that. Now's a great time. And it lasts for six months. And then there you go. Um, potentially. Yeah, I think so. But. If you're like me and you really care about the tech, you're looking at these consoles and you're drooling, right? You're not going to skimp out on the TV, or at least I hope I hope you don't. Um, yep. But, man, that is a big cost it, to consider. They're even making it easier, at least for the Xbox side, right? You now have a way to uh, basically finance a console, and instead of having to drop the $299 or $499 up front, it's like 20 bucks or 30 i forget what the numbers were 20 bucks 30 bucks a month and it comes with um xbox all access you know you can it comes with ultimate game pass you can be able to play on your mobile if you connect those things you know there's a lot of value Mm -hmm. in uh getting an xbox at least looking at that way compared to ps5 i don't think the ps5 has something like that where you can finance a console for it so there's probably going to be a lot of parents looking at this option, right? You know, it'll be the cheapest entry way for them to get their kids a new console for Christmas. And I want to point out, too, yeah. this, the same way I did in the, the Xbox segment when we first got some information dropped. The target, the performance target is 4K60. And as Jimmy said earlier, this is also going to be seemingly up to the developer. It's not going to be available on all games, but the target is 4K60. If you're getting this day one and you're expecting, I'm going to, okay, I am going to go ahead and get that nice 4K TV. I would wait. I would wait and let's see the actual performance beforehand. Performance target is 4K60. You may not actually be getting that. Let's see what it actually performs at for for the majority of folks. Let's get our hands on it first. Because uh, I, I have this feeling. I just kind of doubt. And then the reason for that being 4K has still got, in my opinion, a ways to go before it's at a 4K60 standard uh, across, across the board. I mean, 4K gaming still isn't uh, a big standard on PC. It still has problems. And we're talking PC, which is extremely powerful. There's a lot of potential there. And... There's not a lot of PC gamers. I think the you could say the majority, vast percentage of, of PC gamers are still running, you know, the, maybe they're 1440p, but they're certainly not going 4, 4K. So yeah. I would wait before you make that investment. And what's interesting, um, now that we're on 4K, almost, uh, I don't know if Xbox did, but PlayStation is touting being able to have 8K output as well. Um, which we've talked also, we haven't really gotten into the new exciting news about NVIDIA, but that also touches there when you talk about 8k, which is a whole other story. So we got to talk about that in a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, 4k gaming sounds really awesome. The amount that it costs to get a 4k gaming monitor. Ooh, ooh, unless like 
if I had the choice of playing at 4K 60 or 2K or 1080p 120, I would take the 120 any day of the week. For those of you who haven't experienced the difference in gaming between, you know, the 30, 60, 120 level of gaming, it's, it's, it's almost a different experience. It's almost surreal um, what the difference is when you crack that 100 frames per second mark and feel how responsive games are. Especially you, you controller users like me, it was mind-blowing going from playing Division on console and then playing Division on PC, still using my controller, it's a whole new game. It's a whole new game. You don't realize the frames that you're missing. And um, 4K, you're going to see those missing frames even more in, in the console realm. So it is potentially going to be a step up from where you were before. But if you haven't had the opportunity to test out your your controller skills whether your xbox or playstation and just play the same game on a pc if you've got a friend that's got one just just do it and see the difference it doesn't have to be 4k to feel that huge performance increase but i again the performance target of 4k 60 i think that verbiage is just what bothers me i i want to and and not for all games only for games that are are going to be touting their 4k um due to the development so i Mm-mm-mm. There's a lot of ifs in there for that big of an investment. The other thing to keep in mind is more than likely you're not going to see games priced at 60 bucks anymore. If they're going to be touting that it's 4K, uh, 60 frames or 120 frames per second on consoles, I mean, P- PlayStation already announced that they're like their uh, PlayStation Studio games will range between 40 to 70 dollars. Right, it's kind so, of going back to the cartridge days, you remember? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. And it's funny, mm-hmm. I started seeing on Twitter people posting like old uh clips, ad clips of uh you know, Super Nintendo games. There was stuff that was almost like to ninety dollars. Something like I Yeah, you know. Yeah. Comparing the tech then and now, that's that's like mind blowing. We've spent a lot of time wow. talking about the new console information that's coming out. What do we do? We want to touch a little bit on the new graphics card news for PC gamers. I'm so sad I wasn't able to grab one. (laughs) (laughs) So that's interesting. The amount of bots and scripts that were out there buying up all the uh, the the 3080s as they were just released on September 17th, they're sold out everywhere. Um, I don't know anyone personally who managed to nab one. I recently visited my local computer shop. They had a sign up saying, we do not have any 3080s in stock. We do not know when they're coming in. Check the website for availability. So it shows there is a hungry appetite for them. There's just not enough of them available. Which, you know, it, I'm pretty sure the same thing happened when the when the 1080s came out and the 2080s came out. Um, so yeah, like I, I'm excited. I My first gut feeling was I'm buying a 3080. I'm getting one. And it's since changed now that I've thought about it a little bit. There's rumors of the 3060 Ti being announced soon. There's rumors of a um, multiple versions of the 3080 coming in the next few months that have more physical memory on board. So what's coming? We don't know. But they're definitely cashing in on the hype right now. If I've learned anything 
being a a tech fan myself it's not to buy the first the first run of anything mm-hmm. <laughs> usually there's some upgrades or some some glitches that are fixed uh in second or third runs i was really surprised 100%. though to see how quickly the 3080s went out and i'm not even looking necessarily i was just curious not even really looking at the upgrade i have the um 2070 ti and um but i spent I spent more money upgrading other bits of the system for a bit of future proofing. So I can go to the 3080 or or the 3090 if I was mm-hmm. feeling like my pocketbook <laughs> needs to be lighter. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm st- I think I'm still happy with the 2070 Ti. As a matter of fact, I saw a meme for the, the, the 2080 Ti users. And they're, they're doing dual and SLI and all that fun stuff. And <laughs> it's, they're like, WTF? What is going on? Do I even need this anymore? Which brings me to my my own follow up question: is is the thirty eighty is there an SLI need for that anymore? Is that are they moving away from that? Does anybody know the thirty the thirty eighty does not support SLI. Hmm. Um, they Nvidia is moving away from SLI. Uh, I read an article about this. Uh, I believe they're going to support it for the thirty ninety. So if you want to drop that three grand for dual 3090s, they're going to have an SLI solution for you. Um, (laughs) But realistically, the big thing that comes out of running SLI was you get the double processing power. It did SLI never took advantage of the double RAM. It just it was basically just linking. So you had extra processor, but not more video RAM. And the big thing there is video RAM is how you store your textures. Video RAM is how you um, you store those textures and the graphic, the processors grab them out to display and process and display. But with 3080, they don't think they really see a need anymore. And the benefit there is it frees up all those developers that had to constantly support SLI, which wasn't always the most reliable. Um, it had bugs, it had problems, and now they don't even have they don't have to worry about supporting a buggy system, and they can free up those developers to look at other things. Now, so, are you are you eyeballing the thirty eighty, Jimmy? Or are you like, man, that thirty ninety looks awful sweet? Man, I'm ready for that thirty ninety one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm I want to if I'm ready to upgrade my PC. That's where I'm at. A thirty eighty would be, you know, the best thing to to get me for the money. I mean, it's six ninety nine for the Founders Edition. Which is funny, like all the other, like the third party ones that they're coming in a hundred bucks, you know, more, $200 mm-hmm. more expensive. Yep. That's usually how it I, goes. Yeah. I, I don't, at this point, I don't want, I don't want to, you know, RGVs on my graphics card. I just want the nice little sleek, you know, founder's edition. But I mean, I, I wasn't able to get one. I think, uh, uh, the NVIDIA team that did mention, they come out and say, like, we know what, what happened. We're going to, we promise we're going to get more in stock. So, you know. Hopefully they add some kind of Snapchat or something. I don't know. Just make it harder for for the bots to buy a bundle of fifty. <laughs> so does that um, mean does that mean for you that you're you're balancing? Let's go back to you a little bit. Does that mean that you're still mm-hmm. balancing whether to get that new console or to potentially take that that money and dip it into your your new PC fund? Being a content creator yourself, you also stream. Um, I mean, how is that, how is that affecting your, your purchase here? You new graphics so, card, new PC, or I'm going to go the console route. And does that mean that you're going to just stream console stuff? So that's, that's where I'm still struggling. Cause I, I really, I'd like to stay where all my friends play. 
right? That's really what matters. And most of my friends now play on on PC. Um, the only reason I'm eyeballing, like, more than likely the PS, PS5 is for the exclusives, right? I like, like, mm-hmm. like their first-party exclusives. That's really the only reason I would get one. But they're not having that many on launch, so why why even bother in the launch window? The only reason, the only game that would actually make me want to purchase is uh, the next Horizon game. Hmm. Um, and what's interesting is they actually brought Horizon Zero Dawn to PC. So you know, how long is it going to take for them to put it on PC? Is it, are you okay with you know waiting two years, three years for it? And more than likely just spend invest on a new PC. And if I invest in a new PC, I can get rid of my Franken build and actually <laughs> use my 1660 Ti as my streaming PC. And, you know, yep. it's, it's a bigger improvement for me there. Or do I just want to get this little... Because really, I'll, I'll get the 4K from the PS5 and enjoy it for maybe another year by the time I'm ready to really upgrade my PC. And at that point, I'm spending, you know, more than almost twice as much as I would originally do. So, yeah. you know, do I just wait the long game and just wait for it? Wait for no. the next PS5 that has a different, you know, color scheme? Because I don't really, I'm not a fan of the, of the, of their, the one they have right now. <laughs> <laughs> the one that looks like a heat sink? Um, yeah. <laughs> so the other interesting thing is potentially waiting for a 3070. Because a 3070 is 499 US. It's coming out in October. And it has basically it's on par with 2080 TIs right now, which sell for like 1199. I don't know where they are now that the 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 3000 series has been announced. But pre 3000 series, you're paying 1200 bucks plus for a 2080 TI, and now you can do it for 499 and get the same performance. Mm. Plus, whatever AMD is going to be announcing soon. Plus, you know they're going to announce something. Um, maybe for christmas they might you know sell out black friday and like oh by the way here's a 3060 ti coming out or what's coming out in the near future next year so i don't think the amount of rumors that are out there i don't think the 3080 the 3090 and the 3070 are all that's coming from nvidia in the next few months i have to preface too with the what i said earlier about upgrading your 4k tv uh, and considering the whole cost absolutely applies to what we're talking about here too. It may seem that we're, we're just like fanboying over PC and we are a bit, you know, again, there's, there is a lot to enjoy about going the PC route, especially being able to upgrade certain components. Um, and not just the whole thing as opposed to console, you get what you get. And you, and if they come out with a newer version later, you end up buying a whole new version, which they do usually around a, you know, in between the year and two year mark. And then you get, oh, this one's the slim version. And so, <laughs> okay, that's great. Um, so it, especially in Jimmy's case here, you know, he's looking at a complete upgrade. You know, it's a whole new PC. And that's a lot of money. You know, we're not talking just the minimal, let's just say $1,000 between a 4K TV and you know, a console. There's There's even more in it. Now, fortunately, like for, for Jimmy, you've already got your nice monitors, right? You're happy with those uh, audio uh, equipment. Everything but the actually the most reasonable thing that I could purchase today in 2020 is two new monitors. Mm. You know, a 1440, 1440p above 120 frames per second. Yeah, it, it that's that's the most reasonable thing that I could do today. I already told my girlfriend and she already wants these monitors. So, oh, there yeah, you go. <laughs> 
Yeah. So there's there's Will big your investment. Will your 1660 Ti be able to drive 1440p at over 120 frames per second? No, the 1660 can do uh, 1440p at 60, but it can easily mm-hmm. do uh, 1080 at above 120. Sure. Yeah, and that's probably what I'm gonna do. You know, 1080 at above uh, 120, because that fr- if I can get more frames, that's the probably the better deal there. Yeah. And that's the easiest thing that I could do. I mean, more than likely, I'm not gonna get a PS5 until next year. It's going to happen. I'm going to get one. It just depends on what time and whenever they actually announce the, the uh, Horizon Zero. Because I, I, I'll be honest, I, I can't, I'm not very good at waiting two, three years for the PC version for it. So sure. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I mean, I almost bought a PS4 just for Horizon Zero Dawn because it looked so beautiful. That being said, it came to PC. I pre-ordered, I downloaded it. I haven't touched it. Some of that could be because I had a baby in the middle of August. I'm not going to lie. But... I don't, I don't know. I, d- I don't feel the drive. Like, I was ready to impulse buy a PS4 with Horizon Zero Dawn and play it. And now that I have it, I don't feel that anymore. And I'm not sure why. Mm. But I definitely get that impulse. Especially, I hate waiting. Hate waiting. I feel like I've, I've gotten a bit more jaded, too, in my in my gaming time as well. And that may have something to do with it. I get really excited about a game, and then I play it, and I've been I've been let down. And I think mm. anymore, I don't feel that. It's probably a bit of FOMO, I'm sure. Um, but uh, I really don't have that anymore. You know, I played I played Horizon Zero Dawn, same same as Tetris. I I, I accidentally pre ordered it, and it came out. And I think after day three of it being out, I I played it and ended up playing through the whole game, and it was great. But you know, I still give it like a, a five and a half, a six out of ten. It's worth noting that I played Ghost of of Tsushima, and that was a way better game in my opinion. Thank goodness I had my old PS4 that I hadn't booted up in like two and a half years to where I could play it. But that that exclusive, that excited me, and I wasn't let down by that. But I have to say that that's probably one of the very first games that I I wasn't in a long time. Um, I just, I hate investing a ton of money into something and then being let down. And that whether that be the brand new 3080 graphics card and then it's riddled with bugs, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't have the time to waste on buggy anything or investing in something that I don't end up enjoying because it's also my work. So there's, know, there's just so many things to consider these days and Unless it's just an absolutely phenomenal game that I've been looking forward to, which I can't say there's really anything out there right now that's like, man, this is an exclusive on Xbox or PlayStation. I just absolutely have to buy this. I I don't Mm -hmm. I don't see it. I don't even see it on PC right now. So one of the things I was just realizing as we're talking. For us, we're PC gamers, we're in a we're a bit in a privileged space where we can talk about a $700 video card and probably another 700 plus dollars and other equipment and pieces of that PC to drive that video card plus another few hundred in peripherals. So we're talking 1200 to $2,000 worth of equipment just to play PC. I mean, obviously you can do more than play PC games on your PC. There's tons of other things you can do. That being said, I can also get an Xbox S for two ninety nine, and that might be more reasonable for some people. So, you know, we're exploring the different specs in here. 
but there's also that aspect to think of um you know 299 and you can game in 4k cool yeah Argu- arguably 4k but you can game in 4k <laughs> yeah versus two thousand dollars on a brand new pc and all the peripherals to get into pc gaming that's out of reach for a, probably most people mm-hmm. absolutely that's a lot of there's a lot of tech in that little kit there really is mm-hmm. well historically i'm pretty sure always manufacturers have always lost on their um their console sales i'm sure they're losing money on every single one of these consoles they're selling and making it up through, you know, licensing games, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe they're at the point now where they're like, you know what? We're, we can afford to lose even more and hope for the best going forward with the popularity of um, on-demand, in-game purchases, DLC. Maybe they're banking on that being a bigger thing that they can even cut it even... Like, when's the last time an Xbox was two ninety nine? Has it ever been two ninety nine for a for for an Xbox? That's a good question. I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember the last even without even with ninety nine, even without in, adjusting for inflation. I'm pretty sure it's pretty hard. You're hard pressed to find a console for two ninety nine. Maybe like an original Nintendo or Super Nintendo or something. But yeah, so there's the other beast to talk about. The beast that is the RTX thirty ninety, the big furious graphics card, the BF GPU. <laughs> Obviously, a hail back to <laughs> Doom. And the BFG 9000. It was not the big furious gun 9000, though, I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> it was the big fucking gun. So, that's I laughed when he pulled... I don't know if anyone else watched the presentation of NVIDIA revealing their new cards. But when the CEO turned around and pulled the, B, the BFG out of the oven to hold it up, I was... It was hilarious. It was perfect. And I thought, man, that's going to be so good. And then you realize it takes up three slots, three slots in your PC. And yeah. it's 12 and a half inches long. Thing is like, beast. You might have to upgrade your, you might have to upgrade your case to slot that thing in. Also, it's, it's going to be $14.99. It's being marketed towards gamers, but I really feel like this is, it's a better fit for, for video editing. And I mean, that's, mm. you want that powerhouse for for video stuff that's i mean for, for sure yeah i it just don't I, for the love of god i just can't justify that for specifically for gaming and you look at the stats i've watched a couple of videos on this i sent it to you as well it it does feel like it's more towards you know professionals and much less mm. for for the immediate gaming realm and also taking up three slots and being that big it feels like a step backwards it's monstrous yeah. huge <laughs> Am I going to have to upgrade my my power supply too for this beast? Jesus. Probably. For the 3090? <laughs> 750 watt required for the 3090 and the 3080. Now, <sighs> they say required. It also depends on that's a there's a whole other story, but depending on the demand you have in your PC, depending how much other stuff is drawing power, you may not need 750. That being said, I don't know if I'd want to risk it. It feels like Nvidia is just kind of slinging around, like, "Hey, look at how big! <laughs> look at this!" Absolutely. <laughs> now, the other thing that's interesting is the way they promoted it. They're like, "Look, we can do 8K gaming at 60 frames per second." And by the way, look at all of these 
YouTube Twitch technology personalities we had in to play at 8K and record soundbites saying, wow, this is amazing. Cool. But it feels to me like, I don't know if any of you, I talked about this earlier with the TV I bought, have been in, you look at like an OLED 4K TV and they've got like the demo where it's like showing flowers or sports at like the most beautiful quality. When you get that home and mounted on your wall, the only time you're going to see that is when you're in demo mode and see those beautiful things. Because your broadcast <laughs> quality TV or your Blu-ray doesn't take advantage of all that tech. And I feel kind of like that's what they're doing with the 3090. 8K gaming. Who has an 8K anything right now? No. Yep. Don't I don't know anyone who has an 8K bank. TV. You're, unless you're shooting that. <laughs> You're shooting that with your 8K camera and it's for editing and zooming in and all that kind of stuff. It makes editing a lot bigger or a lot better, easier in that sense. That's why you see a lot of folks use 4K as well. And they end up just zooming in on it. (laughs) You know, you're not actually seeing the full 4K there. Yeah. I don't know what your, what's your guys take on that? Jimmy, what do you think? On 8K gaming? I don't need yeah. it. I don't need it. I I tr- actually uh, a few years ago I went to um to Austin to uh oh which convention was it? I'm blanking. Um South by Southwest. They have a yep. music, film and mm-hmm. gaming uh sections for this and they had an 8K setup but it was it basically I forget which K-pop band it was but they had like you know video of it 8k they have this whole they had a whole freaking room set up for this it sounded amazing but by god i you needed a whole freaking conference room with you know for more than 50 people to be able to experience that you know Mm -hmm. as much as it is cool and so it was so realistic i'll tell you that It, it almost it was like they were there but i don't think that we don't need that yet I mean, so it'll be cool to see 4K, but I think the frames per second is really where it's at for gamers, at least. I and I agree with that too. I think the this next gen of consoles right here this year that we're going to get have the potential to prove that the technology is where it needs to be if they produce those numbers 4K 60 and they they produce it consistently. And I mean, when I say consistently, I'm like 55 to 60. There's some room in there, but I mean really mm-hmm. high sure. end, 55 to 60 frames. Uh, and if they can do that, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, that might even change my mind, and I might pick one up and justify a 4K TV at some point because uh, I don't see myself up making the upgrade here on on PC. But that's just 4K. That's just 4K, and it's not quite there yet. And then they're talking about 8K? Mm-hmm. Like, are you nuts? Are you crazy? Who's investing in this yeah. right now? You haven't got four. You, you don't have your 4K boots on yet. It's, it's, it's like that one meme with the, the, the sales guy, car sales guy. He's like, this puppy can do 8K. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up the cheapest, uh, the cheapest um, 8K TV at Best Buy. That is from a name I recognize. <laughs> is Samsung. And it's twenty five hundred bucks for eight K. You know what? Twenty five hundred bucks, not bad. I mean, I'm back in the day. I remember buying a forty seven inch, ten eighty for like seventeen hundred. So I remember what it was like when new technology comes out. How big that is also that? ranges up to. 
Uh, a 55. It's a 55? Okay. All right. Now, is it the, their best series from Samsung? No. Um, it's not their top of the line version. Um, if you go up to, they, they have other ones that range up to like $8,000. But still, there's no content for that. Unless you are editing film, what are you doing with an 8K TV? <laughs> Unless you're just one of those people who has money to throw away and needs to have the best of the best. I get that. And I get there's also the concept of future-proofing. And, you know, we support up to 8K. So in five years when we're still rocking the PS5, we still can support the 8K that's now a standard. Maybe now, by the time you get content to watch on that AK TV, you're going to be tapping your foot for a while. And then AK TVs <laughs> are going to go down by 50% in price. So, Absolutely. you know, and again, 4k isn't even really there yet to be widely available uh, yeah. at the specs that you would want as a gamer. So uh, let alone, we're not even talking about 4k monitors, which is insane. Still. It's a totally different ballgame. I mean, 1440p is still expensive if you're getting something that's going to be solid and you're you're future-proofing for 1440p. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Come on. And you'll you'll notice in the previews for the 3090, they were not playing on like a 27, 30-inch monitor. They were playing on big like 55-inch TVs. Because I don't even know if there's 8K monitors available. I haven't even looked into it. I mean, I'm sure it could and there probably are, but not for your average gamer or even for your above-average gamer. Even and for then, even for 4K TVs, I've I've only seen I guess I haven't really bothered, but only seen really you know 60 hertz. I don't I haven't really seen any 120 hertz plus TVs, but I'm this, sure they're uh, out there. This just 8K super one, pricey. this 8K one is a uh, hundred, hundred hertz. So they're mm. getting there. Mm. Now, ha. and you know what? Ha. You go check with your top streamers right now. You go look at Ninja. You go look at Shroud. They're not playing on 4K. They're not playing on 8K. They're on 1080 or, or 1440. Like, and Folks, let me tell you why that is real quick. You can only broadcast on Twitch at 1080p. Mm -hmm. So you go to YouTube. I don't know if you can broadcast it at 4K there, but you can certainly upload 4K sure. videos. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, 4K is, is pretty standard over there on YouTube yet, but... You can't broadcast to 1080p on Twitch or any mm -hmm. other platform that I'm aware of. Facebook gaming, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> why? That being said, you better bet that the big influencers are out there are going to be mailed 3090s to drop in their systems and talk about how great they are. Not against them at all. Good for them. And it'd be like, you guys should see how great this is. I wish you could see it. You can't. But man, from my perspective, it looks really good. You should go and get one. Well, thanks. I'll take your word for it. Get out of here. <laughs> watch watch Sage so, get one. A don't fall. No. No way. NVIDIA, no way. NVIDIA contacts Sage and is like, hey, hey Sage, do you want a 3090? Uh, no, thank you. I don't want the $1,500 in free kit right now. And you know what? I would tell them no. Because I don't, I even though I have a full size case, I don't have room to take up three slots. There's, it's just not. I'm not going to do it. And I'll tell them, you could send me a 3080. That'd be great. But a 3090, no. There's, I, I can't. Listen, just... if they if they want to send you a 3090, and you don't want it. I know a guy. 
If they want to send me a 3090, they better send me a whole PC that can handle that thing. Even mine, yeah. I, I built it to, to good spec this year, and there's just no way. I don't want to update my, my power supply and all that stuff. I mean, come on, get out of here. No way. I don't want that brick in my box. It's ugly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, a 3080 would be great. Now, there's another whole episode talking about RGB and prettying your case up and how that important that is or unimportant it is, but I digress. It's hard to get anything without RGB in it. I, I will admit both of mm. my cases are RGB, but it wasn't because I'm like, man, I got to have RGB. As a matter of fact, I'm sick and tired of seeing it. I'll just tell you right now. We don't even need another episode. Sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but Sage. I, no. I, I have everything RBG too. But <laughs> no. I mean, I think what, what I'd probably, again, I don't think for the next build that I'll do, it'll, it'll have maybe a fan or two with nice little colors but that's it i'm not gonna deck out the graphics car the, the motherboard and you know the fucking cables i don't know what else but you know you need an, a separate power supply just to run the <laughs> rgb in your case yeah yeah, yeah. i picked up the corsair and 350 that's why you watt. need at least that's why you need at least a 750 watt power supply to power all the rgbs all in the your rgb case, on it plus plus the 3090 so Man, this episode took a weird turn, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Got a little yeah, I was going to say, I don't know there. if we want to wrap it up like, hey, we talked about consoles. We talked about 3090s. We're laughing. And RGB. I think it's time. I think it's time to end. <laughs> Jeez. So are there any final, any final comments from you guys? You know, what is the thing that you're probably going to upgrade next? Really? You know, it's probably, if it's with a console, it's a new peripheral it's uh a new graphics card what's the next thing you're you're keeping an eye out for i will be probably buying a new video card sometime in the next i'll say six months that'll be my next major purchase i will not be getting a new console the only reason i would possibly get a console is if my kid wants one but he's only two and a half so that's not happening anytime soon and mm -hmm. uh, yeah i I mean, wifey has been converted to PC as well. Got her a nice gaming laptop by uh, Asus. Got the ROG in it with a 1080. And uh, and it works great. And it plays everything that she likes to play. So uh, that's that's two console gamers down in the house. So I'm not picking up a console. Uh, bigger things on the horizon for me that I would... I don't need to upgrade my 2070 Ti. But I may down the road. But before that, I need a DSLR camera. Uh, you know, upgrading the video for stream is my next big thing. And I'd much rather take that 300 to $400 invested in a console and upgrade what I do for a living, uh, which will also open up other avenues of content creation for me. So it's the console is just not on the, on the horizon. And honestly, to justify even one game that I'm super excited about, let's say a $70 game that I'll actually be able to play in 4k. And then upgrading my 4K TV to see it. And buying a three to $400 console. No, I, I'll wait for that game to go out on PC or I'll watch a streamer play it and enjoy it along with them um, for free. <laughs> so like, nah, it's going to be tech that's already part of my workflow. And I mean, for me, I, I already mentioned, but it's going to be two new monitors. Uh, I want to... I want to enjoy the extra frames per second, really. 
get to uh, enjoy 1440p at 60 or 1080 at 120. That's really going to be the next big move for me. And whenever those freaking uh, mini Go XLRs go on stock, because yeah. I am tired of dealing mm-hmm. with a virtual mixer that I won't say this name right now. But <laughs> I mean, we can. You could say that this this shit is bananas. B a n a n a s. Shit is bananas. <laughs> that is true. But that's. I think that's the two new monitors and the uh, uh, Go XLR Mini. That would be my next. Uh, I guess three purchases. Um, console. I'll wait. I'll wait until the next Horizon game is out. That's really the only thing that I want. Um, I mean, even for launch windows, there's not many games available. So, it's, there almost never is. N- yeah, there never is. So you're probably better off to waiting for the hype to die down, and you can get something on probably on sale, or hopefully they'll have different variants by then. It should be fine. You should be fine. I mean, plus I got a backlog of video games that I still haven't played. So why do I want to buy another console <laughs> just to add it? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the end of the well, day, though, do do you, you know, I just want to put that in there. This is just our opinions. Um, you've heard a lot of us talking about our personal situations, and that's this is our opinion based off of what we need and what we want in our personal experience. This is in no way, shape or form discouraging you from from doing what makes you happy, um, especially coming from me, coming from a console majority of my life. Um, consoles are great. You know, it's, it's not, it's still not my most fun thing to do when I'm not streaming to sit here at my, my great PC setup. I would much rather sit downstairs and play on the gaming laptop on the couch next to wifey. And that's that couch feel that you get. It's very relaxing playing on console in your living room and just chilling. So, uh, by no way, by, by no means in any way, shape or form, are we saying, uh, anything to discourage you from doing what makes you happy? Just do you. Do you, boo-boo. Everything's going to be okay. Just go where your friends are at. And that's another thing. Well, before we close it out, is just make crossplay everywhere. We'll play with all of our friends. It won't matter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that's it for today, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we would like to thank you for listening to this episode of Gamer Loop Radio. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so by following on Twitter at Gameloop Radio or send us an email at GameLoopRadio at GameLoopNetwork.com or leave a comment in our Discord under our hashtag podcast chat. Uh, you can find additional episodes of Gameloop Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs>